Welcome to the SBCA Podcast Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Well, welcome everyone. On today's podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, we are going to talk about data. Now, 2021 was an absolutely crazy year when it came to raw materials and the housing supply chain logistics. And pretty much everybody you talk to right now seems to think that 22 is going to be even more crazy with a lot more question marks. So what are you going to do about it? Well, buckle yourself up and arm yourself with good information. On the podcast today, we are going to be joined by Todd Tomalak with John Burns Real Estate Consulting. Todd, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. What a treat to, to join. And I, I enjoy listening myself. So uh, excited to talk about it at this time. Oh, excellent. Well, Todd, I, what I'd like to start with is just sort of, you know, with some uncertainty as we enter into 2022 here, uh, what are you what are you seeing out there? What are you predicting is going to happen here in the first quarter? So we're publishing a new forecast this week for building products. And, you know, after after having survived, as you said, 2021, you know, this this uh, big spurt of growth this wave of uh, clear demand in housing, uh, we basically see a whole lot more runway like we saw last year. We think that we're going to continue to see growth in single-family starts. Obviously, multifamily is a little bit more complicated, uh, but there's many, many more obstacles and hurdles you know, that we're going to have to drunk, ju- jump through. So you know, kind of the, the analogy that I've been using with our team is uh, I remember it was in middle school. We had to, we had to run the, the mile for gym class. You know, and mm. you kind of made it through that and you felt good. And then next came next came the next event, which was which was hurdles, which would <laughs> inherently have been, you know, no, notably more difficult. Um, we've got these issues that we just weren't dealing with to start the year last year, uh, you know, that were progressively gotten worse. So even worse mm. delays, much more interesting backlog from the builders. Uh, and the specter of rising rates, three to fe- four Fed rate hikes, potentially more. We don't we don't know. Uh, that's going to definitely impact how we think about the future. So a lot more risk. So drilling that down to the component manufacturer, I mean, they are are they going to see more demand for starts? Are they going to see more project delays? Or is it pretty much uh, everybody's still going to have their foot on the accelerators, just whether or not they're getting traction with the, the rear reels? So we think that the component manufacturers should be expecting, and, and this sounds crazy, but realistically, something in the ballpark of twenty percent growth uh, <laughs> for, for 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 revenue this year. Now, now you know, say six and a half percent of that is is input cost. It could be more uh, if we saw some improvement in the supply chain. Uh, we don't. You don't have to believe that to believe the number that I put out there. Uh, realistically, ten percent single family starts growth is kind of where we're thinking. But then you've okay. got this real unique backdrop of you know all these units that that should have been booked as revenue for for your group last year that are pushed to this year because of delays. And we can talk about the builder backlog, but you know the builders have not been asleep buying land. Uh, there's a wave of land purchases they're going to hit this year, uh, and and the you know sales starts pace the productivity of of how many truckloads of materials and components that need to be installed per month. 
you know, per community will be a lot different in the later part of this year than, than you know, it was in the beginning of 2021. So uh, I think that number that I quoted you, it could even be stronger if the right things things come to bear. So Todd, I mean, what what this brings to mind for me then is the component manufacturers out there should expect their builder customers to continue coming to them saying, when can I get more trusses? When can I get more uh, wall panels? I, I need, I need, I need, I need kind of thing. So they're not going to suddenly see a drop off in demand, at least as far as they're concerned. The, the real challenge for the home builder is going to be, can they get everything they need pulled together in a timely manner to, to finish those homes, right? That, 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 that's exactly it. So cycle times have stretched out so far that, you know, the, this component manufacturer universe, the value add of being able to deliver your product on time mm-hmm basically even you know marginally boost the productivity of the builders has probably never been more important than January 24th 2022 the way you know the, the way we're starting this year so hmm. yeah it's a really unique time in history we think which is why we're spending more time thinking about productivity okay so if the overall sentiment is that that builder demand is going to continue to be there and be very strong then for the component manufacturer in order for them to navigate that successfully and get the most out of that demand that they possibly can they have to sort of manage their supply chain they need to know when and how and you know what markers to look for in the headlines that may signal we have a rocky patch ahead of us, or it should be pretty smooth for a little bit. So what are some of those things? I mean, it's got to be raw materials, right? Um, It's got to be labor. Um, Mortgage interest rates, I mean, how is that going to impact it? We expect, clearly, it's payment driven. Mm -hmm. So the the end consumer needs to to be able to afford the mortgage, you know, that's on the unit. And we're dealing with potentially three to four Fed rate hikes. Uh, If you listen to Jamie Dimon, you know, there's there's some that are advocating for even more than that. So that that does bring up a lot of really important questions on just where is the ceiling? That's going to be the golden ticket question mm. for 2022 is just how much can prices go up? How long will consumers wait before they finally cough and choose just to walk away or spend their money on something else? Uh, we think that that you know the the housing environment, even amid amid rate hikes, will outperform other parts of the economy at the margin. Um, but it's a very legitimate thing to worry about is where, where rates are. You've, you've seen the sell-off in the equity markets mm-hmm. over the last week. It's down another 800 points right now today. Uh, those are all you know, very, very intelligent people that are thinking very hardly about what the future business cycle will be like, you know, what margins will look like. Uh, I can tell you this, our sense from the manufacturers, from the dealers, you know, all the way through the builders is that uh, generally the suppliers including you know the uh, uh, everyone that feeds into the component manufacturers are underprepared we think mm-hmm. for what's happening in 2022 you know rinse and repeat of what we happened in, ha- happened last year in 2021 so generally able to bite off about 5 to 6% growth organically there's way more than that coming just just to give you a scale the builders have planned 27% more community count growth. Now, obviously, that's that's large production builders, but they account for a huge amount of sales, about 30% mm-hmm. of, the, of the, the, the publics. Uh, and they're guiding towards a rate of sales and starts and delivery that's about 30 to 40% faster than anything that's happened over the last decade. So the only way that works is if you get a lot more volume. And that's exactly where your audience you know, fits in. 
So when we, we talk about buckling up, that's what you're talking about. Last question with regard to that. I mean, for the component manufacturer, then, um, I mean, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting myself in their shoes right now going like, oh, great. This is this is good news. And it's it's good news. I mean, we, we talk about since the last downturn, these are always good problems to have, right? But the challenge here is going to be being prepared, as you said, for what's coming. So how do they get prepared for this? I mean, how do they uh, go about putting their ducks in order so that they can can take full advantage of this? One of the things I alluded to in in my introduction is information, right? And that's that's kind of where you guys come in. So that's all we do. Uh, where you, you can think of the the value that our firm adds as you know basically a plug and play research department. That's that's uh, you know relatively large for the as research department goes, or about 125 people uh, that can plug into into their business. So things that you'd worry about: what is the cancellation rate right now? Uh, what are we hearing from the ground on pricing power? Our consumers starting to walk away. We collect that monthly. We have visibility to about 20% of all new homes sold every single month. Mm. Uh, just to give some perspective, the census has just monster margins of error. Uh, plus or minus 25% around their new home sales print. <laughs> our sense around production builders is that our, our, our margin of error is much, much tighter than that. And we don't just get sales and starts, which we have to, but we also get all the color that matters a lot. And obviously we spend a lot of time in, in the supply chain too, trying to understand what's happening. But what that allows us to do is really by collaborating with, with your organization, uh, share some of the insights that, that we're learning. That if, if we do see demand begin to cough, or if the opposite, we see things really begin to take off, uh, like we're seeing right now. Basically, cancellation rates right now are lower than they were a year ago. Mm. Uh, you know, we, we have data on pricing different versus a year ago, which is a really interesting backdrop. So uh, it allows us to help inform your group as far as what's coming around the corner and if they need to pivot, which way. I'm glad that you brought that up. Todd, um, for everyone who's listening, uh, SPCA and JBREC have uh, entered into a collaborative agreement this year, which is one of the reasons why you're here on the podcast and why we're focusing on data. Because as you just said, you guys are collecting a massive amount of valuable information that we are going to try to put in the hands of component manufacturers to help them be better prepared for this wild ride that's going to be ahead of them. The one caveat to that is that um, there is a, a price to be paid for having access to all that data, and that is a little bit of their time. So one of the things that we have developed between uh, SPCA and JBREC is a survey specific to component manufacturers. And uh, I know we've been working on putting the final touches on the questions for that survey Let's talk a little bit about that data that we are hoping to collect from component manufacturers. What is the advantage uh, in your mind to getting this information from component manufacturers now? Oh, it's, it's, it's so important. Uh, think about what's happening in housing, broadly speaking. Uh, never in the history of U.S. housing, at least, have we had a situation where uh, scale has mattered so much. You know, we, we're seeing many builders... Uh, just generally grow, become larger, a lot more consolidation, uh, a lot more standardization. We're seeing builders, you know, build many, many homes at higher density 
that all tend to require a lot more collaboration and commonality between designs. Uh, so uh, what that means is that the way the industry is going is that it, there's going to be a continued need for more and more alignment on the upstream you know, production process for how to, how to create the components that go into the home, how to build them faster. And we're, we're, you know, we're in a situation where there's so much demand for housing right now without, without the workers and, and the demographics that, uh, you know, you've seen the same data that, that, that we have, mm -hmm. but, you know, essentially uh, we're growing at less than half the pace that we have for decades and decades in terms of just the raw number of people between 20 and 65. Uh, that's been the case since 2015. Now it's even a fraction of where it was then. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that we, we have this real kind of unique pinch point of uh, the productivity can't just come from more labor. It has to come from someplace else, or we're going to see huge squeezes in pricing, which is exactly what we're seeing right now. So it's the right time for us to be able to get our arms around you know, this really important, important question of just, you know, how do we, how do we measure what's happening within productivity around, around housing? And it's, it's really valuable. So, Todd, I mean, that's certainly how we've thought about ourselves. Uh, you know, we are our industry aims at making, uh, you know, increasing the productivity of the, the framing part of housing. Right. Uh, making that process more efficient uh, so that anyone who's who's building a structure can get that thing framed up. Uh, as quickly and as efficiently as possible, they would use structural components. So what this survey is is attempting to do is sort of get at, you know, what are component manufacturers seeing? How often do you anticipate JBREC's going to be asking participants to sort of provide their sentiment? I think once a quarter. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, of course, the goal is not to hit you with more surveys than what you can fill out. Yep. But the goal is to ask things that really matter a lot. And even, even small things that could change in the future around the types of things that you're using, the types of even, you know, think of like something as simple as a change in roof pitch. We may or may not even ask that in this one. But down the road, uh, that could have huge implications for the amount of asphalt shingles that get used or other things. So once a quarter on average is what we're thinking. We'll definitely make it worth the while of the respondents in terms of the amount of information that they'll get back to, which is really the, the value proposition too. Well, I, yeah, I mean, for the for the participant, there is the immediate gratification from the standpoint of they fill out the survey, they send it in, and um, they're sort of rewarded with some of the data that you guys have already collected uh, that gives them some insights into some of the things that you were talking about, right? Like what's going, you know, what are the things that are impacting uh, the customer demand in that moment as far as uh, starts, completions, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but beyond that, um, I think one of the things you alluded to is that by starting to get this perspective from the component manufacturing industry, that's going to evolve that that overall data set that you guys are working with, right? You're going to have more complete information about what's going on. So the data itself is going to continue to improve um, as we get more and more component manufacturers participating in this particular survey, right? Absolutely. Part of that story about you know, what, what, what role that data is going to play for the industry, you know, for us, as we think about the thesis, it all comes together. So we know that if we get a two week improvement in cycle time on average, or a three week improvement on average, the amount of industry growth that happens in terms of revenue for this category for, for the component manufacturers is just huge. But the only way we get our arms around whether or not how the supply chain is, conditions that people are seeing any shifts, 
is by collecting that information. And it's an area that's really, really important right now. And it's very poorly managed in terms of data collection. So we think it's really important. And that's why we're spending our time uh, giving some focus to it. I love it. Well, Todd, uh, I appreciate all the good rosy news that you have provided in your forecast. Um, And I very much look forward to working with you this coming year to sort of collect this data from the component manufacturing industry. I think we're both very interested to see sort of what we learn. The good news is we're going to have an opportunity to sort of reflect on that in September when you present the economic forecast in BCMC, right? Yeah, I look forward to seeing you then. Uh, By then, we'll have even a better view of where things are going and we'll be we'll be perhaps three to four rate hikes into this you know into this progression so uh this is going to be more valuable than ever right at the right time yeah so uh participate in the survey and come to bcmc and and hear how it uh it's all turning out todd thanks so much for being on the podcast thank you well if you've enjoyed what you've heard please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others Also, consider subscribing to SBCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way, you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.